in the Doshu Be Rabin, but I want to try to cover some of the practical aspects of Schita. And uh, eventually we'll come back to morning Seder. Not my fault, you guys keep moving forward in the afternoon Seder and you know, covering a lot at once. So you can't blame me. Or maybe you can't blame me. I don't know. Whatever. I don't mind. Take the blame. I often tell people that's the, uh, the rabbi's job is to take blame for things so that people have shown bias. Right? Okay, blame me. You can't go to this. You blame me. You get it? blame me. Good. Anyway, so blame me for this. But I would like to ask you. I guess I'll start with two, two basic questions in, in Hilchos Schita. One is the most basic of all, and then go and work our way backwards. Okay. Um, I I would like very much on Shabbos to squeeze some lemon onto my salad. I have a salad, lettuce salad. I'd like to squeeze some lemon onto my salad uh, to eat as part of the salad. Um, am I allowed to? Yes. yes? Muscle. Okay, good. I'd like to make a salad dressing, squeeze some lemon into the dressing to uh, make a salad dressing. No. No, no good. Uh, you want the recipe? <laughs> Maybe after, uh, after she we can talk. But the dressing is, uh, you know, some, it's some uh, vinegar and some uh, oil and some lemon and a little bit of pepper. Pretty mild dressing. Squeeze lemon into my tea. No. Okay? No good. Okay? Um, how about lime on my salad? Yes. On my fish. Yeah? Lime is good? Okay. Uh, next. Simple question. Not that uh, complicated answer, I don't think, although we'll see the answer should be very complicated in a moment. Uh, I'm eating a grapefruit. It's, uh, you know, standard people have a grapefruit, half a grapefruit is an appetizer for meals. It used to be very common when I was younger. I don't know. It uh, fell out of fashion. It used to be very common that uh, half grapefruit was your, like, uh, I guess we got fancy now and we have uh, things wrapped in, in fancy dough wraps and who knows what. If you can't identify it, it's fancier, right? But uh, so I'm eating, half a, I'm eating a grapefruit. I'm using a, uh, a spoon or a, or a knife to, to scoop it out. And after I finish eating the grapefruit, so I notice that there's a lot of grapefruit juice sitting on the plate because as you take out the fruit, so a lot of juice comes out. Am I allowed to drink the juice that came out? You didn't have any kavana for that liquid. No. Yeah, I think you are. Okay. A little, a little more hesitant here. You're good on the lemons, or a little more hesitant here on the grapefruit. I'm eating an orange. I am uh, peeling the orange, I'm eating the orange one segment at a time, and I uh, look down, there's a lot of orange juice sitting on my plate. I'm allowed to drink the juice that came out of the orange. Why is that different than the first question? Use the spoon. Because oranges may be more like grapes than olives. So maybe, right? Maybe grapefruit juice isn't so common. I have no idea. Right? Grapefruit juice is out there, but it's not so common. You see where I'm pushing this, right? Right? So grapefruit juice, maybe not so common. Orange juice, right? Very common. So if you push orange juice into the grapes and olives category, so then why would it be different from grapes and olives where grapes and olives, whether it's lamashke or la'ochel, the mashkiyotim elav is also, right? 
So if you give me a category, again, let's, I guess let's go back to the beginning and tra- trace this back and trace it forward. So you're going to give me in the Gemara seemingly three categories of various fruits. Right? Zesim and Anovim, which Rav says, Ein schitim and atero zesim anovim bilvad. Deraisa schit is only for grapes and olives. Okay, good. Then you're going to give me two simbrimonim, berries and pomegranates, where they fall into this middle category, since uh, the base menashe bar menachem, the only people in the world who got famous for squeezing pomegranates, as far as I know, right? The base menashe bar menachem, so they squeezed out pomegranates for their juice, so therefore even though Rubid Alma does not, but for some reason then it would make it also to do, but we would differentiate between the grapes and olives, which are and there, based on the way the Gemara in Shabbos understands the Machlokas we read in the Chum and the Mishnah, they would say, the Mashkets Yotzeh and whether it was Omeid Lachil or Omeid Lishita, is Aser, versus Tusimrimonim, we would say, the Mashka that's Yotzeh Me'eleim would be Aser was Omeid Lishita, Mutter was Omeid Lachila, and then you have Sharperos. Right? So Sharperos. Pagoin, Prishin, Ozardin, you got your prunes, you got your quince, you got your. Not really sure what the other one is. I'm not sure what a quince is either, but I just have, happen to have an English word for it. Might have seen one once, once in my lifetime. I'm not quite sure, but you know. Oh, I always love when you look up the English translation of the various obscure fruits in the Gemara. That helped a lot, you know. Like when a guy asks you what it's filling, phylacteries. That, that clears it up, you know. Well, thank you very much. Okay, but, um, but you have the three categories of the fruit here. So the Shiloh becomes, I guess, a three-part Shiloh, right? Number one is what makes grapes and olives the magic, that they're subject to Slitami del Raisa, and that therefore uh, you would have this concern for grapes and olives, and even Mashkiot Tzimelein, if it's Omeid Lachil, is going to be Aser. What is the point of divide between Tusimbrimonim and other fruits, meaning at what point do you divide the two and say, okay, this is a Tusimbrimonim category, this is an other fruit category. And when you cross that divide, in fact, and say, okay, now, would anything else be able to enter into the Zaysim Vanovim world? Or is it Zaysim Vanovim exclusively? So uh, let's go first to the Gemara on Kufmem Heyam and Aleph at the bottom, where Rav says this din, of Vartora Enochayev Aldrisas El Aldrisa Zesim Vanovim Bilvad. Midaraisa, it's only Malacha Deoraisa on Drisa Zesim Vanovim, not on the pressing of other fruits. Okay, why not? So Rashi makes a comment. Rashi comments, Chlomar, Osra Torah Malachas Brich Zesim Vanovim, Hudavi Malacha, Avashai Brich Lav or Chayev, Lav or Chayev Ahachi. Lav Malacha Nenev. Rashi says, he'll tell you why. It's not the Derech to press other fruits for their juice, and therefore, uh, it's not a malacha. So Rashi seems to understand that it's, it's, a, it's not a malacha because it's not the derech to squeeze them for their juice. Therefore, not a malacha. The Tosus read may or may not be saying the same thing Rashi says, and says, that is that it's a shinu, right? It's something different. It's not a malacha because it's not the derech. So the Chayotam says, based on Rashi, it would come out that if I now have a fruit that is the derech, it's a derisa. 
So, for example, tapuchim, right, in the Chayotim's time, they're taking apples and squeezing them as they do today by the barrels full, thousands upon thousands of them, to make apple juice. So when apples are orchayabahi, it'll be a doraisa level of slita. The right to level of schita, the, the rule would be the same for apples as for zeis and vanovim. In other words, when Rav says that dvar Torah enuchayev el aldrisa zeis and vanovim bilvad, he does not mean to say dvar Torah enuchayev el aldrisa zeis and vanovim bilvad. He means to say dvar Torah enuchayev el al masha ome lisoche. Right, that which is normally that you that you squeeze out. Anything else would be included as well. Is it partial to say that Rashi is, is explaining a derisa possible thing, or maybe he's only saying once it becomes derisa, it's in the rabbanim? Because olives and grapes, there's a special tikkun of a product that has a shivas of a very significant. It's significant possible thing to say. That point. It's possible to say a lot of things, right? Rashi is difficult to read like that because mm-hmm. Rashi seems to be saying the theory behind the fact that you're not chayav. Uh, for other fruits besides olives and grapes, is it's not dar or chayabahaki. It's not the derech. Sounds like it is the derech, you're chayab. Right? The line we're drawing between chayab on zeis and vanavim and not chayab is chayab is or chayabahaki. Not chayab is lav or chayabahaki. Mashm that once it becomes or chayabahaki, that becomes the derech that you're chayab. That's the mashmos of Rashi. The Ran says what you're saying. Yeah. Right? The Ran says no. The Ram says that Jericha Zesim Vanovim is considered Mashia. But when you Dorich Sharperos, what comes out is not called a Mashia. Uh, this is similar to the Shlomo Kluger we just did the other day with regard to Lush. So it says Rashi, because it was last week already. It says Rashi, no, was, was it Tuesday? Yeah, it was Tuesday. Yeah, we finished off Lush on Tuesday. I'm getting a little mixed up from Lush. Right. So, thank you very much. Um, the the, the fact is that all other mashkin that are Yotzeim and Aperos are like the Gemara says in, um, in Psachim, on Chavdal, there's Zeyab Alma. Right? The Gemara in Shabbos, the Gemara in Psachim. So it comes out as Zeyab Alma, it's just your, it's the schwitz of the fruit. It's a waste product, but it's not a Dabrachosh. So, Mitzvah Torah, you're only Chayav on Zeisim Vanovim Bilvad, not on other products Bichlal. And therefore, not Chayav. Huge nafkim between Rashi and the Ran, at least according to the way Prima Godim understands them. Right? The Prima Godim understands that there's a machlokas Rashi and the Ran. And the nafkamina is this exact point. In other words, in Rashi's position, once it becomes the derech to press other fruits for their juice, and the juice that comes out from that fruit is now going to be, or rather pressing, it's going to be a malacha del rice. Right? And the Ran understands that no, you can stand on your head and you can press anything you want all day long. But the fact is that it's still not a mashke. Right? I don't care how many oranges you press. The fact is that the, the water that comes out, or the juice that comes out from the orange, is not mashke l'kabal tov. doesn't have a din mashke. The nafum is lost in the love. You don't have that. The nafum is lost in the love. You don't have that by, um, by orange juice, or apple juice, or any other juice. Because he's, he's arguing with Rashi. Totally. He's saying it's the Derek is, is not the issue. The Prima Gaudim understands Rashi and the Ran to be at odds, and this is the point of departure between them. Right? Yushnaf Kamina. The, the Igle Tal disagrees. Igle Tal actually feels there's no Makhloks in Rashi and the Ran. Igle Tal feels this is not so much Tolui in Din Mashke of Zayin Mashke Midorai. So there's, there's absolutely no reason, no place, which is an important point, right? 
There's absolutely no reason and no place to assume that the malacha of Srita, which is a told of Dosh, is totally being one of the Zion Mashkin. After all, again, Srita is a told of Dosh. So Dosh is not Zion Mashkin. In fact, it's Ochlin. Right. And therefore, why should the told of Dosh be totally in Zion Mashkin? He says, the vort is that what comes out has to be a Mashkin. And Rashi's point is that if it's Lav or Chayi Bahaki, if it's not the Derech, then what comes out is not a Mashkin. If it's Orchayi Bahaki, then what comes out is a Mashkin. So the Ran is masking to Rashi that he's just giving a different angle. The Ran is telling you if it's the Derech to do it, then what comes out is a Mashkin. If it's not the Derech to do it, what comes out is not a Mashkin. According to the Iglet Halven, there's really no Machlov between Rashi and the Ran. And he would understand that the Ran would be masking to Rashi. But once it becomes the derech to do so, the Malacha del rice. That is the Igle Tal's understanding of the, of the Ram. There is a third possibility to understand why you would only be Chayim Mid Rais and Zeis and Vanovim. It's based on the Bahag's understanding of the Malachas of Shabbos Bechlah. Right? Because Malachas of Shabbos learned from the Mishka. Good. What about the Mishka? So the Sheet of Rashi is that it was the Malachas done to build the Mishka. But Bahad's understanding is the Malachas are Karbanos. The Malachas that were done in preparing the course. The truth is the, 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 the Bahad's understanding is much easier in terms of things like Sidur de Pas. Right? Because Sidur de Pas, with Rashi Sheet, you have to be Dochek in terms of, okay, they had to do all the processes ready for Sidur de Pas, for the Samamonim, for the dying of the Uriahs. Right? According to the Bahad, no. The word is Sidur de Pas, it's because you need the, uh, the Menachos. You need to have the grain for the menachos. You need to rain, etc. For that purpose. And uh, it would be very simple. In the Bahag's position, then one could argue, very simple, why only Zesim enough? Because in the Mishkan, so the only fruits that you're going to squeeze for their juice, for the korbanos, are Zesim Anovim, Yayin Lenesachim, and Shemen for Venesachim. Right? So, yeah, you're going to have Yayin and Shemen, nothing else. Orange juice ain't going to the Mizbech. Right? Apple juice is not going to the Mizbech. Not, even pomegranate juice is not going on the Mizbech, right? Not, not going to go there. So one could argue that, but that, that becomes a difficult argument because exactly what, you know, that's always the big question, is when you say Domo the Mishkan, so how many factors have to be exactly like the Mishkan? Do I have to be dressed in white robes and standing in a desert in order to be doing Malacha on Shabbos? Right? because otherwise it's not Domo the Mishkan. So, I, I think we're all masking that know that if your robes are black or green or gray, it's still a malach, right? And if you're not staying in the desert, it's still a malach. So how much is Domo the Mishkan exactly? How much is not? It's always the magical question. What's Domo the Mishkan to be an Av? What's Domo the Mishkan to be a Tolu? What's Domo the Mishkan to be a Rabbanon? What's not Domo the Mishkan at all now? That it's Mutter entirely. But okay, you could understand that as well. So it would seem to come out that where I place my... Um, my orange juice or my apple juice or the like is going to be a function then of this machlokas between the prima goldim and the iglet hal as to whether it's a machlokas between Rashi and the Ran and then based on these two shitos where to put it would it be a derisa or not in terms of the malacha of Slita. Now, Dr. Don pointed out which is an important point that one could argue that it's not so much tall if you learn Rashi like the Prima Godim learns Rashi, that 
I'm sorry, not Rashi, the Ran, rather, it's not a Mashka, that one could argue that the Vort is that all the molecules of Shabbos have to be a Tika, not a Kilkul. That one of the, one of the main criteria for any Molochus Shabbos is the Misake, not Makalke. So if I have a grape and I squeeze out the juice from the grape, it's Nistat Nishtat Lamalyusa. So it's a Tika. If I have an olive and I press out the oil from the olive, so it's Nishtat Lamalyusa, I have a Tika. But if I have an orange and I have a, um, you know, a, a pomegranate or the like, so it's true that I can get the juice out of it, but it's not it's Nishtan Ligreyusa, not Lamalyusa. And therefore, maybe it would not be considered malacha. Now, even there, you could get into some of the fine points. There are posts given today that hold, you know, it's, and it's a it like that. You know, when you, uh, when you buy your, your orange juice. So your orange juice is not coming from the same oranges usually that you're buying over the counter on the, uh, at the produce aisle in the store. If you, if you ever made fresh squeezed orange juice at home, you notice the difference in flavor. Because they, they grow specific juicing oranges for the purpose of making the orange juice, right? So there are those postkin who hold a Floridian, you probably uh, had them in your backyard. Yeah, where folks like Sorry? It's fine, but it's, it's not important for this year. <laughs> there are different oranges. Um, even if you squeeze those, they won't taste the same. They're sort of artificially flavored to control them, so they always taste the same. Oh, okay. It's from the orange itself, so they don't need to list it as a different ingredient. Uniform flavoring to right. create a yeah okay you have to you know they're, they're chemists in every uh, stage of your your food prep cycle but there are posts can hold that today the bracha on the oranges therefore is not shakol but the bracha on the oranges actually ate because it's the main purpose it's grown for that so it's not nishtan ligriusa so one could possibly argue even if you take the approach of, of the ram and the prima Gaudan's understanding of the Ran's approach, there's no magic in Zion Mashkim, per se. There's no magic in being one of the Sheba Mashkim, or one of the Perish Behenishtab Chayaretz Yisrael. It's not a magic to the Malach of Dash, Karayah. Again, it's a told of Dash. The point is, is a Nishtanel Mayus, Nishtanel Gusa. So one could argue, if I have a particular fruit that is Nishtanel Malyusa, even though it's not a grape or an olive, that's a Malach. That's a Malach. And especially, you know, one could argue that the fact that we make shakol on these juices, or these, like, well, yeah, because shakol is an all-encompassing bracha, so, so to speak, lechumra, when in doubt, you'll make shakol. doesn't, but now when you're dealing with lacha shabbos, maybe it's a malacha del raisa. So I want to point out, though, Diglei Tal is done another point here, which is a very important point in the Sugyan Kuf Mem Dal and Lebez. And that is the following. It's very simple. I'll read you the Gemara itself, and... Uh, the, the question should probably jump out at you as well. Like it jumps out at the Igle Tal. Right? So the Gemara here has that we differentiate between um, Pegon, again, the Tanya, here's the Bryce, Sultan, Pegon, Uparisian, Uvozardin, Avalobarimonim. You can squeeze out these other fruits, not Rimonim. Shalbase Menashe by Menachem, you soak them Rimonim. They would squeeze. The pomegranate, they repress the pomegranates their juice. Okay. Frankly, remind you of Bonnie Dilberi, but they remember who they aim at the Shamas of Yudhi, Yasu, 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 So, when it's written in the field of Chatrila, so we find that the Rabbi Huda, and maybe the Rabbani as well, would agree that these other fruits, the Prishin, the Ozardin, etc., which are not in a Srita, Mutla Chatrila. 
Okay, so I feel like Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Okay, now Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. So we want to Rav Nachman Halach because Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Says Rav Nachman, the Halach is like the base Menashe Bar Menachem. So it prompts Rav to say, what do you, what do you mean Halach is like him? He just he made juice. That's not Halacha, right? So Menashe Menachem Tanahu, right? So maybe Yechitei Halach Kiyai Tanah the Sover Lach Shabbat Shalom. Maybe it's like the Tano holds like Menashe Menachem. Yeah, you know what? Pomegranate juice is good juice. He likes pomegranate juice. I like it too. Right? Allah is like him. Halacha Kimoso, right? Menashe Menachem, have a Ruba Alma. Is he rover the world? Meaning, so we have a Kal, but it's a Kaladim. The fact that somebody does something unusual and something strange, so we don't say, okay, all of us are Nigar after him. If I care, he's Nigar after, after us. So, but it's a Kaladim. So the fact that the Bey Menashe Bar Menachem are squeezing pomegranates to their juice and nobody else does, so then, shouldn't change the halacha. So the Gemara gives an interesting answer, right? First shot at it is, yep, yeah, I'll tell you, I'll prove it to you. Hamakayim, we have a Mishnah, Hamakayim, Kotsa Mikayim, Milzimer Kiddish, Chomene Mikadish, Eldavish Shikamo Mikayim. If someone keeps the thorns in his vineyard, so is it Mikadish, I'll kill I. Rebeliezer says yes, Chum say no. What's well, Rebeliezer's reasoning? Because Baravia, uh, in Arabia, Mikhaim and Kutse saw those Ligmaleim. They keep the thorns in their field for their camels. Because Arabian camels are tough, right? So the Gemara says, no, 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 no good. The fact that you're telling me that Arabia keeps these things and therefore we all have to be nigger after Arabia's practice, that's because Daravia Asra. Right? That's an entire community. That's a, its own country, Arabia. So if the Arabians keep the thorns in their fields, or in their vineyards, rather, in order to um, feed them to their camels, so then keeping them in your vineyard is a problem of Kilayim and is Mekadish. But the fact is that if this one family is pressing pomegranates for their juice, we're not responsible for this one family. Right? But Hacha. Well, the diets they call them sell a high new time to Rav Chista. Rav Chista gives you a svar. Dam Rav Chista, Tardin shesak don v'nasnu b'mikvah poslan as hamikvah. You take Tardin and you squeeze them out and you put it into the mikvah. You're posling the mikvah b'shinu imar. So beet juice in the mikvah, posling the mikvah b'shinu imar. Well, what do you mean? Well, avnei slita nidim. They're not avnei slita. It's the same thing as the other thing. It's not a mashka. So Elmais Lemer Kevin da Achshivinu Havalu Mashke. Hakanami Kevin da Achshivinu Havalu Mashke. The word is, but you're Machshivit. Right? You're Machshivit. So in other words, in a Hanami, what comes out from the pomegranates, I'm not responsible for the Bemenashe. Bemenashe, Bemenachem, not responsible at all. But the fact is that. If I'm pressing it for the juice, so then I'm machshivit. Just like we have it in achshivay and hilchos pesach. That with the if it's korcha kodem is mano, it's mutavano lachar is mano. But as the rush says, you can't eat it because your machshivit is an ochel. See here, it's not a mashke, but I was machshivit as a mashke. I I made it into a mashke. Just like where do you find in the core for that? If you take the tiredim which are not benesrito and you press them, so then what comes out? Is going to be a mashke and is going to passel the mikvah. Okay, so I have two questions. One is Igletal's question. One is my own, based on Igletal's question. My first question is this: So, then why is the 
Tana the Bey Menashe, I'm sorry, the Bey Menashe, but Bey Menashe, Bey Menashe, my little mode. We're there. What does the fact that they press the pomegranates change in this equation? Rechista's response is that just like the Bey Menashe is not Sochet Tardin, right? And yet, if you're Sochet Tardin into the mikvah, Allah is, it's considered a mashka, possible the mikvah. Good. So now you're telling me that it's really a function of if you're machshavit. In other words, if you squeeze it for its use, you're machshavit. So then that would be considered to be a malacha of slita, because it's considered a mashka. Good. So then, the fact that they press the pomegranates for their juice has no impact. Right? If they, if they do it, wonderful. But the diet debates call them. So if they're doing it, it doesn't make a difference. If they don't do it, so what's the difference? You're machshim, but I care what they do. So the, the, the Brites is saying it's the Beibanashim, Beibanachim, they're pressing the pomegranates for their juice. And the Rebbe say we paskin like Beibanashim, Beibanachim, not Rebbe, Beibanachim, rather, saying we paskin like Beibanashim, Beibanachim. What does it mean, paskin like him? means we paskin like the day of it, hold that we have to be chayish. No, nothing to do. No shaykhus. That's number one. This isn't just the maskana. What do you mean? It's at the end of the day, if you care about it, then it's, a problem, then it's a problem. If you don't, then it's not a problem. So then you're telling maskana, we're rejecting the whole thing. Right? Rejecting be'erunashir benachim. And we're saying, even though you said that Allah is like be'erunashir benachim, we don't mean that. Could be. Could be. I would expect the word Ella in there at some point in time, if that's the Mahat of the Gemara. But okay. Okay. I could always, you know, be Magia. Tzarek Lomar, Ella. Right? But the, the other question, which the Igle Tal raises, which is a bomb kasha, is the following. He says, so where's the chiluk between Prishin Ozardin and Pegoim? Versus Tusim Brimon, versus Tusim, or Rimonim here. Meaning, if you tell me that it's a function of your Das and your Akshave versus non Akshave, so then they're all the same. So then the Rimonim and the Ozaritim are the same thing. That's why you both. That's the, your question answers the second question. You need. You need to have that somebody does it in order for it to be categorized. Yeah, but it's bought the daito. <clears throat> what do you mean? We said it's bought the daito. So what is somebody doing have to do it? But the fact that there, it still has to be that there is interest in juice. Somebody could be interested in juice. Nobody ever wants to do it. I'm interested in juice. juice. Are you interested in Zarya in juice? So, um, I could be. I could be. So good. He's basically saying that. What? Right? Uh, it sounds like everybody's saying this. Yeah. I'm saying, no, you're, 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 you're definitely in the right path here, right? Your mahalach is a good mahalach, and it's aimed what the Igle Tal wants to argue, but he brings down a Tosvos in Erevin to support it. And it's a fabulous idea, and it's a very simple idea. And he says the following. First of all, he says, look, Rashi and Tosvos both are of the opinion that talk about Pegon and Prishan and Ozairdin, it's only Motor B'Dyevin. The Maskana Sagamara, it's only Motor B'Dyevin, it's not Motor L'Chatrila, it's Motor if it's Yotze Me'Elea. So then, I could talk and I could say, okay, Prishan and Ozairdin, where nobody squeezes it out. So there, it's, you didn't, you didn't, you weren't machshavit. So if it's Yotzei Me'elan, of course you weren't machshavit. You're good, right? When it comes to uh, Rimonim, so there, if if you 
do squeeze it out, your makshavit, no good. Same thing in Prishan Zion, if you squeeze out your makshavit, no good. By the Rimonim, if it comes out by itself, right? So anywhere in Matur, if it's not omade lisaket, if it's omade lochu, we're Matur. If it's omade for Slita, so then, since there are people who are sochated, we're chayish for the possibility, omid l'schita, that you would be sochated l'chatchila. So then we say, okay, if it's Yotzeh Meleen, then it's going to be Aser. Right? Easy. Simple. Wonderful. Except that Rambam and Rif and Rashba and Ran and Ramban and Ritva, they all paskin that by Ozair and Prishan, the halach is mutzah l'chatchila. That's the problem. Right? If you hold like Rashi and Tosos, that by those also, it's only... That if it's Yotzimei Elein, it's Mutter. Great. So then there's no Achshave. It's very good, right? In fact, the Achshave is a beautiful idea in explaining war and Mechal between Yotzimei Atzman versus Lechatchil, right? Because Yotzimei Atzman, you're missing the Achshave. But according to the Rovri Shonim that hold that by these Peros, it's even Mutter by itself, my Ikalameima. What are you going to say? See, so cites a beautiful Tosvos in Meseches Erevin. Tosos brings down, I think it's Chavdal in Erevin, brings down this uh, base Menashe Bar Menachem. He says the following part. He says, the shot is that base Menashe Bar Menachem used to press the pomegranates for their juice because they had a lot of pomegranates. Other people did not because they didn't have enough excess pomegranates to press for their juice. In other words, if they did, they would. Right? If they did, they would. So it's a beautiful idea. Magad Avram says, Ma'in the same word to answer up the, the, the Ramal and explain the Beis Yosef. If you have one Medina that's Sochet, one not, so do you say you go by that Medina, you not go by that Medina? So it depends, right? It depends. Are they not Sochet because they don't like kiwi juice? But not Sochet, they don't have kiwis. But if they had kiwis, of course they have kiwi juice, because who doesn't like kiwi juice? Right? But, okay. Right? So, says the, the Igle Tal, you look at Tosin Erev, and Tosin Erev explains this beautifully. The vort is that, Be'etzem, everybody, had they had enough, if they would have enough Rimonim, they would also uh, press them for their juice. They just don't happen to have enough. But then, he says like this. So then, the vort is, since they don't press it for their juice, why? Because they don't have it. They don't, in fact. So then, the base Menashev or Menachem is but la'etzel koladam. And the fact is that pressing it itself would not be a malacha. Except that what? Except that once you press it for its juice, and it's that which people are machshiv the juice as the juice once it comes out, they're machshiv it because they would want it. So then it's achshivay, and it's, and, and it's considered a mashke. Masha'in came by other peros, like Ozaridin and Prishin and Begoim and the like, where those are peros that people are not sochet, even if they're available, they have them by the thousands, they're not sochet them. So then, even if you're achshave, then it's bata daitcha, it's right? Your das is bata. Your, your achshave does nothing. So your achshave only works for that which be'etzem, people are machshev as a mashke. So then, your achshave to make it a mashke, because... Now you're taking that which we refrain from pressing because we have all the reasons not to press them. And now you press it. It's Achshvei makes it a mashke. Again, Masha'en Kein Rimonim, where you, uh, you would press 
if you had the, the supply of it, and you had enough. So then your achshavim makes it a mashke, but the other things, then not. Now, in that understanding of the igletal, so then it's beautiful. Why, again, by Tusim Ramonim, we differentiate between yotzum me'atzmon versus if you are sochedem, right? Because yotzum me'atzmon v'atzmon, by other produce, okay, good, gesundheit, compress it all you want. By Rimonim, it's a function of Achshave, right? Achshave itself plays, a, plays an integral role in whether this would be a malach or not. So if it's Yaltsumi Atzman, Batsum should be Motor. Again, it will be Machran Yaltsumi Atzman if it's only Li Sachet. Not so much because of the, the result, but because of the Xero that you'll come to be Sochet. Because if it's only Li Sochet, and we're Matir the juice that comes out, then you may come to be Sochet. And then it's a Malacha del Raisa. Because then you're Machshiv that which comes out. And that's something that people are Machshiv to do. And therefore, it's subject to that Malacha. What would come out then? from the Igle Tal is that this question about Yotzu Me'atzmon from your, your pomegranates, or not your pomegranates, your grapefruit or your orange or the like, mm-hmm. is going to be telling you this question. Right? In other words, your fruit right there is Omeid Frachil. Is this a fruit that people would press and do press all the time for its juice? Right? So the answer is that it's not so partial, meaning grapes and olives are homemade automatically. That's their, their purpose. Their purpose is for the juice. Okay? A grapefruit, I don't know if its purpose is for the juice. Yes, it's also squeezed for the juice. I don't know if its purpose is for the juice. I think it would be totally an achshave. If you're machshave, then if you press it for the juice, taka, it would be a juice. But if it's yotzeme love, I'm not so sure that that would be a problem. Unless again it was omeid li The same thing for a an orange or the like. I know. I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that it's very possible to argue that the that has had me curious for the last forty minutes. <laughs> now it has me more curious for the rest of my life. But that's okay. the, uh, the the point I'm trying to make here is it's possible to argue that the act of a srita, of a particular fruit, is itself a malacha del raisa, because you were machshavet as a mashke in the act of srita, and at the same time, it could still be that it's yotzo me'atzmo, it's mutter. Not like, not like zeisim v'anavim. Zeisim v'anavim is not totally nachshavet. So therefore, yotzo me'atzmo, even omeid la'achila, no good. Right? Masha'im came, when it comes to other fruits that's totally in the achshave of it, what was your intention here? Was your intention, because this is omeid for both, was your intention to use it for, a, for its juice or intention to use it for its food? So then, when it's totally in achshave, it could be that even though, yes, taka, if you're machshavit, that it's a malacha del raisa, but if it's yotzameatzmo, then it's going to be mutter. It's going to be mutter, and you would not have to be concerned, and that should be allowed. So again, it, if you take the Primagotam's approach in the Shita of, Rabbeinu, of, of the Ran, so then you could argue that perhaps Tom, any other fruit is no deraisa. If you don't take the Primagotam's approach in the Ran, or you take Rashi Shita, or you take the Iglital's understanding of the Ran, still it's possible to argue that it's true that once it becomes the Orche Bahaki, it becomes the Derech to do so, like Rashi is saying, 
then enachanami, when you press the fruit for its juice, you're machshiv it as a mashkep, like the Iglital is arguing. And when you're machshiv it as a mashkep, it becomes a mashkep, it becomes a lovely deraisa. But when it's yotze me'elov, you were never machshiv it, there'd be no reason to make exerit there. Unlike zesim vanovim, which doesn't need an achshiv it. So... Who says that if you squeeze two simbiri one of them, it's the lachadar itself? You're squeezing it for juice. So I'm arguing that if it becomes the derech bekach through across the board, becomes a regular process across the board, then it can rise to the level of the rice, like the chayalim say, right? Chayalim is arguing. Chayalim was talking about a case where it's very much, some, you know, where it's derech to squeeze apples. Correct. So what I'm saying is the chayalim is not going to tell you two simbiri one of worse than apples. No, it's not shot, but apples have jumped the line and they've, they've gone past Tusim Rimonim. The Tusim Rimonim, which were the Rabbonon, the Mishnah, now if it's become the norm to squeeze them, they stay the Rabbonon. But apples, which were Mutter in Mishnah, now they become the Oraisa. That wouldn't be. Okay, but if you're squeezing Tusim Rimonim back like the Gemara, only Bey Menashe is doing it. Right. Bey Menashe would be the Oraisa? So, no, because then you say Badla Daita. But it's not, because anyone would squeeze Tusim Rimonim. But still, because they're not squeezed, that's the point of the Igletal, I think. It could be, it, you could argue possibly it would be the Araisa. In other words, you could, you could argue in the Hanami that if you do come, we're Mechalik in the Mishnah between Yotzumei Eleim only, right? Mishnah Gemar Yotzumei You could argue that in the Hanami it would be the Araisa because you're Machshavit. You could argue that your Machshavit would not raise the level of the Araisa unless it's also the Derech Bekat. That's a commonly done thing. Right? And that's, that's totally how you understand this Rashi. What does Orchaya Bahaki mean? There would be another way to understand Rashi, which would be similar to the Bahag. And Rashi uses almost the exact same Lashon here and in the third parak in Bishop Bahama. Right? When Rashi talks about Bishop Bahama, so Rashi says it's not the Derech Bishop Bekach, ain't Derech Bishop Bekach. So Rav Moshe in the Chuvos very famously writes that the microwaves, even though it's not Aish, would be a derisive bishel, because it's derech bishel lekach, which one could argue may be different today than bimei Rav Moshe. Rav Moshe wrote that tshuva, microwaves were going to replace ovens. Believe it or not, I remember a time when microwaves were going to replace ovens, until someone discovered that microwave food tastes awful. <laughs> but until that discovery, right, it was the wave of the future, and you were going to add cookbooks for cooking everything in the microwave. Roasts and chicken and, you know, Kubbles and, and everything was cooked in the microwave. So then someone had the guts to say, wow, this is bad. Okay. But, so you could argue that yes or no. But the Rashiva wanted to argue that maybe there's a different Svar in Rashi there. So Rashi says, not Derech Bishel Bekach. Rashi doesn't mean to say that once it becomes the norm to cook like this, absent the Aish, then you're not going to be high of, you're going to be high for Bishel rather. Rashi means to say that it was not the way the Bishel was done in the Mishka. That's what he means. Lav derech Bishel Bekach means the derech Bishel is from, learned from the Mishkan, and the Mishkan, derech Bishel, was Esh. So now, anything else doesn't fall in the derech Bishel because it's not the way the Bishel was done in the Mishkan. If you apply that story here as well, so one could argue that Rashi means the same thing. In other words, Lav or Chayu Bahachi and Lav Malachanenu could mean not orchayah balke as in people do it, orchayah balke means that the derech done in the mishkan, and therefore would not be a malacha on sharperos. Okay, we'll have to get back to lemons and mirz Hashem uh, next time. Lemons and um, milking animals on Shabbos, which is own great sugya. Toothbrushes. Toothbrushes. So, so toothbrush, schita on a toothbrush, 
So you have to be down also, which we didn't get into, right? There's two slitos, told the dash and told the malave. So what, what slita is there? If you don't want the mashka that comes out, which you don't, probably there's a slita that told the malave. So I don't know if we're going to, we're going to, are we going to cover that separately at some point in time? Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we a little bit did it. We still have to. And uh, we call it Salafos, and then Shemesh uh, Alas What, Malabe as a whole? Yeah, it wasn't really so much what we were trying to do. It was like he has a chapter where he discussed like, a lot of different things. Okay. Um, there's a lot of chapters like that. Yeah. But we'll, okay, Belina, we'll try to touch on that. I will, I will end you with a story, though. That is a great story with the malacha of slita and, and lemons on Shabbos. Rashiva shared this story, and you know, you know the story probably. Rashiva shared this story. I first heard it from him probably 30 years ago when he was a Masifta Bakr. There was a, uh, they used to have in Shabbos in the Masifta, and there was a fellow who kept every Shabbos squeezing lemon onto his fish. And you know, they, they gave him the Ashara, they gave him Asra, in the man Asra, right? And kept doing it. And they finally told him, Mashiach, that, you know, he's, he's squeezing his lemon onto his fish. And so the, uh, the Meshkiach gave him a hasra. He said, if you do it again, we'll throw it at Yeshiva. And this kid, it didn't matter. Next Shabbos again, did it again. He goes, yeah, Yeshiva. So Yeshiva uh, was, you know, indignant. And he, as a young man, went to the Meshkiach to argue, argue the case for this guy. The Meshkiach said to Yeshiva, he said, I will not allow him back to the Shiva unless you can show me black on white in Shulchan Aruch that you're allowed to squeeze lemons on Shabbos. <laughs> so he brought him a Shulchan Aruch, Shimon Shinchov, Sivav, Mutter Lischot Lemons. Black on white in Shulchan Aruch. Mutter Lischot Lemons. So, yeah, and blend back in Yeshiva. <laughs> but, uh, so that Mutter Lischot Lemons is his own conversation, which we'll talk about in Mirz Hashem on, uh, on uh, today's Thursday, on Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Greg, why can't we say Rashi is saying that um, the reason it's also is because